Welcome to the Iowa Agronomy Update, where we talk all things agronomics. I'm your host, Brent Schwinnaker, and this podcast is brought to you by Asgro DeKalb Brand Seeds. Hey everyone, we got a uh, new uh, update here for you on the uh, Iowa Agronomy Update, and we uh, it's a uh, quick little update from Southeast Iowa. This is actually Scott and George's video series called On the End Rows. Uh, I'm sure many of you guys seen this uh, video series that they do. Uh, if you haven't, uh, the best way to uh, follow these guys on on their updates and their video updates would be to basically like the uh Asgro DeKalb uh Iowa Facebook site and then they always uh produce these videos very very good video series that these guys put out and it's called On the End Rose. This is just the audio version from their May 5th update for Southeast Iowa. So enjoy. Stay tuned. We're going to have a uh a soybean extend uh podcast here uh later on today uh and so be looking for another episode here shortly so thanks a lot i'm scott johnson technical agronomist for southeast iowa and george Catterman's technical agronomist for southeast iowa it's the uh, first week in May, and we thought it'd be good to do a, a short update as far as what we're seeing here, as far as growing conditions and crop conditions here in southeast Iowa. Uh, George, as a whole, I think, planting-wise, uh, percent in the ground for southeast Iowa, somewhere between over uh, 50%, between 50 and 70? Uh, no, I don't think it's quite that much. I don't think with my area, I don't think we'd be half yet. Okay, so... Somewhere around 50%, give or take a little bit. What are we seeing as far as crop staging, George? Well, I guess the, the thing that I've noticed is it's, it's just been a little too cool for the corn to really be doing a whole lot. You've got to have 50 degree temperatures overnight for continuous growth by the corn plant, and we're dropping down below 50. So this corn isn't going to be coming up in seven to 10 days. It's probably going to take a little while longer. And I think that's kind of the key call out, right? Is, is don't get too excited just yet. We're, yeah, you know, we need some heat. What we've dug so far it looks good, uh, healthy and viable. Uh, yeah. Once we get started getting some heat, uh, we should should start to be uh, in pretty good shape. We're not noticing anything as far as any seedling diseases on there yet. It still looks nice and and clean. Uh, the longer it takes to come up, the more likely we are to see problems. Uh, you know, you you have the Coleoptal that protects that leaf is going to be uh, keep the it's going to protect the leaf from leafing out underground for about uh, three weeks. Anytime we get over 17 days, we start seeing some of those might start breaking underground, but we're not seeing any of that yet. Uh, there's a lot of anxiety right now. You know, a year ago uh, here in Southeast Iowa, we were pretty much done planting corn by the first of May. Um, this, this year we might be a little bit longer, but as far as yield potential with that crop, really don't start to see yield drop um, as far as planting date here for a few weeks yet, a couple weeks here yet. Yeah, normally they talk around the 10th of uh, May, but we actually uh, um, we actually might not see much right. for quite a while after that. It all depends on the growing season. Probably the key call out is, is don't get don't uh, lose that yield potential by putting ground or corn in the ground in less than 
ideal conditions. Mudding it in isn't an answer right now. Yeah, and the other thing is don't be too quick to jump to uh, earlier maturities yeah. too because uh, normally that's going to mean you're going to have a lower yield as well. And that corn plant uh, will adjust uh, if it's planted a little bit later. It knows it needs to shorten up its season for mid for black layer and uh, and mid pollination. So I'd stick with the the maturity range you've got planned for at least two or three more weeks. Yeah, yeah, we've got some time there yet. Uh, here before the last rain, you know the. When the rain started, we had uh, some really cold conditions, or we were anticipating in that. We were uh, sent out alert, uh, you know, talking about some the chance of inhibitional chilling, chances of losing stand. We, we didn't get as cold as we thought, so we're not anticipating seeing a lot of that. We'll know more in another 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 week, ten days, what that might might be like. Mm -hmm. um, and even that, again, if if uh, we're not anticipating a lot of stand loss, but if we do see some, we're anticipating it to be pretty minimal. As far as uh, ponding and, and standing water, depending where you're at in southeast Iowa, uh, we are seeing some of that. River bottoms, we've seen some, some ponding. Mm -hmm. uh, what's your thoughts there, George, as far as evaluating those stands? Well, it's, it's going to be more critical to take a look at any areas that have remained, remained ponded for a few days. That's definitely an area that you want to look more closely at. Um, what do you think is going to happen as far as nitrogen? So yeah, and I mean, we always we standing water is never good for nitrogen. Uh, that probably be something we'll, we'll want to evaluate here as we you know get closer to, to side dress season and mm -hmm. see where we're at. I would anticipate we may have lost some, but as as cool as the conditions yeah. were, uh, I got to think whatever nitrogen loss we had would be pretty minimal at this point. I think some of the bigger uh, thing to watch as the season goes on is some of the guys that switched forms of nitrogen. You know, that uh, the way the spring was, there was some urea that went on instead of anhydrous. Yeah. Some of those fields we might want to keep a closer eye on. Yeah, yep, I would agree. Till the next time, uh, have a safe spring and uh, we'll uh, see you on the Andros.